Hello everyone, it's me Jaden and it's me Anna and we're starting a podcast because we have way too much time on our hands and we watch movies a lot together. And our opinions are just impeccable and we feel the need to share them with the world. Yeah, exactly. Uh, me and Hannah, Hannah, <laughs> me and Anna, um, literally no other opinions matter. It's just me and Anna. Yeah. We run Rotten Tomatoes, actually. Yeah, we we run IMDb, mm-hmm. um, the heads of IMDb. So, yeah. So today we are going to be talking about uh, The Dead Don't Die because Halloween. And also, Anna has seen very, very few Adam Driver movies, and she claims to be an Adam Stan. So we have to, we have to, we have to show her. We're correcting my misdoings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a spooky one because it's a zombie movie. It also stars Bill Murray, uh, Tilda Swinton. Uh, who else is in this movie? Selena Gomez. Oh, yes, Selena Gomez. <laughs> um, it's not Steve Buscemi's. Uh, wait, no, it is Steve it Buscemi. It is Steve Buscemi. Yeah. No, it's just because in Black Klansman, it was Steve Buscemi's brother. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so Steve Buscemi's also in it. Yeah. Just a star-studded cast. Mm-hmm. Also, I've I've realized this like right now, like genuinely right now, um, that the the Bobby kid that everyone called Frodo, he is the brother in Get Out. I've never seen Get Out. Well, he's in Get Out. I just um, realized that right now because the whole movie I was like, I know him from somewhere, but where? I don't know. And then right now, I was like, oh, he was in Get Out. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, let's start. We watched the movie, like, four days ago, and we took notes. So. We did. So, usually, we talk to each other during movies. We provide some commentary. But this time, we decided to just write down our thoughts and not speak during the movie so we could share our thoughts right now. Mm-hmm. So, what you're hearing right now is our first discussion of the movie mm-hmm. we literally it was so weird because we were just silent anyways okay my first bullet point is the old man in the woods scary lol my first bullet point is wow adam is very hot in this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's this homeless guy in the woods just Hannah chilling thought. and um, he was one of for people to survive the apocalypse. I'm just gonna cut you off right there because approximately my fifth bullet point is love Hermit Bob. <laughs> so, gonna yeah. have to disagree with you on that one. Huh? Gonna have to disagree with you. I on didn't that one. disagree. I said he was one of the four people that survived. No, you said he was creepy. Oh yeah, because because in the beginning he, that they paint him out to be creepy, and sure, then by sure. the end you're like king. But like yeah. in the beginning you're like, oh everyone hates him, so he has to be scary, you know. Well, in the beginning, I was like, king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. And then my next one is uh, Ronnie Peterson is a himbo, lol. My next one is, why is he so pouty? <laughs> because I felt like Ronnie Peterson, for a good majority of that movie, just had like a pout on his face. And I was like, yeah, he kind of so just pouty. was vibing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's his whole character is that he was just like vibing and yeah. like everyone was like losing their shit and he was just like, it yeah. is what it is. I was a fan of Ronnie. I thought he was a cool dude. Mm-hmm. 
And then my next one, I went back on the scary and I said, old man is funny. He's just vibing TBH. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I said Bill Murray and Adam are already an iconic duo. Yeah. I thought their banter. Yeah, that's what, that. my next one was yeah. dry humor between Bill and Adam is so good. They do it so well. Yes, yes. Because it, it they literally just talk to each other. Yes. Like they just sort of like, they talk how we talk. Yeah. And it was very natural. Love that aspect of it. I said this is playing very strongly to Adam's deadpan humor skills, and I'm obsessed. Yes. Like that's exactly my sense of humor, and I was eating it up. Mm-hmm. I was, it was incredible. Yeah. Um, Adam doesn't really do comedy often, but when he does, he's so good at it, and I don't know why he doesn't reach out into that area more yeah every time he hosts snl it's just wonderful yeah it's incredible. he's literally one of the best hosts that's ever hosted the show and like movies like this prove that he can't he like he's you can't like put him in a box even though he yeah. puts himself in a box yeah he still can't i mean hopefully once he gets an oscar hopefully this year he'll stop putting himself in a box mm-hmm. but we'll see yes 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 <laughs> And then I said, I love how they just don't care about things going on in the world. They're just vibing. And that was a reference to when, like, the radios went out and, and their phones died. And he, they, and Ronnie was just like, that's weird. Mm. Yeah, I was a fan of that as well. Um, my next two points both deal with the scene where Hermit Bob was by, like, the anthills. And he was like, the answer act strange um so my first bullet point regarding that was simply ant rave ant rave ant rave um and then the next one seconds after was wait why are those ant hills so big hello it was a little disarming i've never seen ant hills that big and yeah. it's the very small ones and i was like Ugh. yeah that was very scary was not yeah. a fan of that yeah but yeah. the ants were having a rave they were having a little rave mm-hmm. i also like when when he saw like the mushrooms growing and he was like you guys shouldn't be here yeah <laughs> It was like, okay, yeah. Forager King. Yeah, I just have a, a, a quotation from Ronnie that just says, the civilian radio. <laughs> <laughs> when he was just like, we should listen to the civilian radio. <laughs> and I was like, dude, just because you're a cop, like, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of giving me a little A-cab vibes there. Like, yeah, yeah. Ronnie, no. A cab except Flip and Ronnie. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and then I didn't realize this. I watched this movie two times, by the way. This is my second time viewing this. Anna's never seen it, but I have seen it once before this. So I went with, into it with like a different mindset as Anna because she was experiencing it for the first time. And I was just kind of like looking deeper into it, I guess. Not really, but like. I noticed some things I didn't see the first time around. One of them was that there was a fourth wall break in, we know the big one, but there was a fourth wall break in the beginning. I have that written down. Yeah, I didn't notice that the first time around. When, okay, the Dead Don't Die, the song, is in the movie so much. It's like literally in every five seconds of the movie. And the first time that it plays is that um, Ronnie is like, oh, this is the theme song. Yes. I didn't re- I didn't catch on to that the first time. And then I I was like, oh, wow. Yes, I have it written down. The fourth wall breaking. So funny. Quote, it's the theme song. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I really, I really didn't pick up on that the first time. I don't know why. That made me giggle. I was like, that was funny. I liked that. Yeah, cause like the one at the end did catch me off guard because like it it wasn't. No, cause I caught the fourth that first fourth wall break. So I was like, as it went on, I was like, is Ronnie like omnipotent or something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> homeboy keeps on breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't catch the first one. Like, obviously, he keeps going, like, oh, I know things are going to end badly. But, like, sometimes people just say that in horror movies. Yeah. But, like, I really didn't catch that one the first time I watched it. Also, from that same scene, at one point when um, Ronnie pulled out his phone, um, he kind of looked like, um, you know, like when you show your parents a meme and they, like, hold it away from their face and they're, like, squinting at it? Yeah. That's how he was looking at his phone. Yeah, that's literally how my mom... My mom, I'll show her something and I'll just flip it at her. And then she'll take my phone out of my hands and then do that where she like looks down at it. I'm like, mom, yeah. I'm showing it to you from a distance. Yeah, but that's how Ronnie looked at his phone. And I was like, that's, that's my mom. Mm-hmm. My next, <laughs> my next bullet point is Steve Buscemi is racist question mark, question mark. Uh, my next bullet point is, is the guy in the Keep America White Again hat Steve Buscemi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i already like again i already saw this movie so i knew that he was a racist but i just thought it was funny funny that it was steve buscemi yeah like, he just is there and you're like is that steve buscemi it's like that john mulaney babe where he's like is that dean kane as a rapist in the show yeah yeah and, and you're like order svu yeah yeah but you're like steve buscemi's a racist in the movie, of course. In the movie, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I loved I loved Jim Jarmusch's play on um, politics in that scene because, like, he was literally sitting next to a black man wearing a Keep America, a Make America White Again hat. And then he said, the coffee's too black for me. Like, right, yeah. like. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> all right next up we went to the juvie scene i don't know if you have anything before oh yeah scene. i have one more thing because of um it was either the radio or the tv was talking about polar fracking fracking and i said this could happen in real life lol polar fracking happens also tilting on the axis could happen too and it's also supposed to happen at some point um because of polar fracking and it's interesting to see an apocalypse that is realistic and close to home. The only thing that doesn't make sense is why zombies would come from this. But, like, that's... When I first watched this, I was like, this could happen. Like, it's very plausible. Like, usually in zombie movies, it's just, like, it. it's a plausible thing, but it's also not a plausible thing. Yeah. Like, in The Walking Dead, it was a virus that, like, just spread to people. And then, like... World War Z, I don't even know what caused it. They just kind of happened. But, like, this, it was, like, a more of a reason than just humans being stupid. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because I never really seen that in a zombie thing before. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I think this was the first zombie movie I've ever watched. Well, I haven't watched many zombie movies because they do freak me out. Yeah. Um, I'm also just, like, a wimp when it comes to horror. No, yeah. Um, I used to have reoccurring nightmares of the zombie apocalypse, so this one was very... It was a large step for me to watch this. 
I did watch it with my father the first time, so. I'm proud of you. But yeah, my dad used to watch The Walking Dead, and my mom used to watch The Walking Dead, and they would watch it together. And then at the same at the same time, my church did a youth seminar. Like a you know how like each week at like your youth group you would have like um a different theme or whatever. I did not go to a youth group. My <laughs> church didn't have a youth group. <laughs> well, well, at my church because it was more of a modern church. It wasn't like it was a non-denominational church. So like each like we would have like like six weeks that it would be stranger things themed but it would also be about god (laughs) and um so this this particular set was a walking dead themed and they would like play clips from the show before (laughs) the the like the pastor would come out and like give his sermon or whatever in our church yeah and it was like for middle school kids (laughs) and i was like literally terrified because they showed like actual zombies on the screen and i was like oh my god i'm terrified sign a permission slip for that no okay no like in middle school we did like a reading like some like english class lesson on um the hunger games like it was like hunger games themed and then we watched the movie at the end and we had to get a permission slip signed by her parents because it was PG-13. Yeah, I mean, this was in church, so, like, it wasn't, like, a school thing. True, true. But, like, my dad came to one of them, and he literally got the, the show spoiled him. He got the show spoiled because of, the like, the, the, the little trailer that they made because it had a spoiler of someone turning into a zombie. And my dad was, like, on the first season, and he literally got spoiled because of that. And I was also traumatized because of it because I saw a little girl turn into a zombie. But, yeah, after that, I got a lot of zombie apocalypse uh, dreams. I still sometimes do, but, like, they're not as violent as they were <laughs> when I was younger. But it, it does terrify me. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. So. Moving on to Juvie. Um, I've got two points for Juvie. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is, why is the Juvie in this tiny little town so big? And second of all, why do all of the guards in the Juvie look like Vin Diesel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Um. I wasn't really focused on the guards, but like, yeah. No, like the one came in and I was like, is that Vin Diesel? It was not Vin Diesel. <laughs> and then like, I saw like other guards in the background. I'm like, why do they all look like Vin Diesel? <laughs> They're all just bald, muscular white men. Maybe they called up all of Vin Diesel's like body doubles and was like, hey, do you guys <laughs> want a job? And this time we actually get to be on screen. That would be the funniest thing to ever happen. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we need you for this, this movie and Everyone needs to look like Vin Diesel, so would you all want to come and be in this movie? That would have been incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, let's just roll with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally just said, these juvie people mean AF. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, okay, in this part, they were, le- there. there's two uh, um, female kids and then one male. I don't know if that was actually, like, what they identified as or whatever, because they never really went into that because, like, the zombie apocalypse was happening. But there are two girls and one boy, and the boy wanted to hang out with girls, and then the guards were like, no! And I don't understand why. Yeah. There was no explanation as to why he couldn't hang out with them. Look, I would understand that, like, 
nighttime when they're going to bed and stuff like just like sleep in like the boys dormitory or whatever yeah but it was like in the middle of the day yeah. and they were watching tv yeah <laughs> it didn't make sense it did not but unless he was like a sex offender or something <laughs> i don't, don't think, he, think was. he was yeah it was because he was a child i mean yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah also i said why is ronnie flirting so much like what also, his alluding to the end of the money, the the money, the movie, is so funny. I think I have a lot more in between those two points than you do. Oh. Because I thought <laughs> it went from the juvie to them at the police station, right? With the dead woman in there? No. It that's didn't. not for a little bit. Maybe it's a maybe I didn't write anything down for that part. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I just uh, went I forget the actress who plays Mindy. I feel like I've seen her before. I feel like she's been in SNL before, but I just she, can't place her. I have it written down. She looks like Kate McKinnon. Yes. She looks like Kate McKinnon. And she sounds like, like her too. Like her? But yeah, I couldn't place her. And the fact that she her and Ronnie kept like flirting. But she kept on rejecting Ronnie. I'm yeah, like, and I was like, me, dude, I would not reject Ronnie. I was like, dude, who else in this small-ass town are you going to find? Yeah. With this, 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 as John Oliver would call him, a bison. With this bison right here. Yeah. So. And he was so kind. Mm-hmm. What'd you have next, then? Um, the scene with, um, it cut back to Hermit Bob. Um, oh. And he was harvesting mushrooms. Um, whenever anyone harvests mushrooms... In a movie and then eats them it makes me very nervous because every time i'm like oh my god it's gonna be a poisonous mushroom and they're gonna die <laughs> but like obviously like hermit bob knows what he's doing because man the man has been foraging for a hot second mm-hmm. but he was making me nervous he was making me a little bit nervous i was like hermit bob please don't die yeah yeah also he might want to have an experience you know he's like the world's ending why not go in shrooms true true Cause he, they never really showed what he did with them. Did he eat them? He just kind of put them know. in the satchel, and then that was all we saw. Yeah, I assumed he was going to be eating them. Yeah, but yeah, maybe, maybe he just was like, maybe this was all his imagination. <laughs> he went on shrooms, and then he saw the zombie apocalypse. That's why he's watching it from afar and not participating. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, it would make sense. But also doesn't make sense because half of it's not in his point of view. That's another theory for another day. <laughs> um, the next one I have, um, it was when the TVs were glitching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might have still been the juvie scene. I don't know. But I said the TV glitches are reminding me of my beloved puppet history. The final oh, no, yeah. puppet history. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. It also kind of reminds me of Pennywise in It. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, there's a... People need to stop dying these days. <laughs> Anyways, um, it also reminds me of It when, like, Pennywise takes over some TVs. Yeah. Obviously, Stranger Things is another big one because mm-hmm. they like to be messing with the, the electricity, you know? Yeah. Puppet History is the first one, the most recent one in my brain. So I was yeah. like, oh my god, Puppet History. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, it was weird. It was weird because, like, the the people on the TV were being weird and then the glitching. 
So that they, that also never was really resolved because like the yeah. people on the news seemed a little fishy. Yeah, they did. But we never gotten into that. Yeah. So. Mm, I feel like this movie lost a lot of questions. Yeah. That I didn't realize until we started talking about it. And now I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess we'll leave that case unsolved, as <laughs> Ryan Bagara would say. Because <laughs> we're not getting another one because everyone's dead. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. I think I did. No, I don't know. I don't know where my notes are, but I'm back at the part where the, he was flirting with Mindy. Okay, okay. Um, but my first note from that scene is Adam is so big at the tiny desk. This is so funny. Yeah. Because like the size difference between him and Mindy was a little silly goofy. No, yeah, they do that throughout the entire movie with with Adam's size. They just give him tiny things to make him look gigantic on purpose we'll get into that a little later though <laughs> um at one point they mentioned the logans to whichever the logans clyde logan my beloved oh yeah clyde logan from logan lucky yeah another classic adam Draven movie yeah if you're unfamiliar. i feel like they do make a lot of references to adam's other movies there was a star wars reference in this but yeah. i don't remember where it was it was towards the end oh yes yeah. um total swing in the keys yeah yeah there was there yeah 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 <laughs> um at one point um ronnie asked mindy if she needed a ride home and um she was like can you even fit two people in that tiny little car of yours and he goes yeah holds too nicely to which <laughs> i wrote down holds too nicely oh <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I was saying. They were flirting so much. Like, why? Why? Honestly, he could he could have. That was some charity work he was doing there. Yeah. I mean, I know there's not that many people in this town, but like that was some that was some charity work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. When they started talking about um, Total Swinton's character Zelda, um, yes. Obviously, had to make a little note that she shares a name with the princess of hyrule my beloved um but also they said that she had like a buddha statue in the back room of like the um the morgue mm-hmm. and i said hearing the word buddha just makes me think of machine gun kelly and megan fox now because <laughs> she calls him buddha yeah maybe instead of i'm not gonna say because we're not there yet but maybe instead of the way that her character arc ended, she just went off with Machine Gun Kelly. I think that would have been the better ending. Yeah. Because it both would have taken you out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Both would have definitely taken you out. But I think Machine Gun Kelly would have been way funnier. Yeah. I think Machine Gun Kelly would have taken me out even more. Yeah. Yeah. He just showed up and yeah. just, <laughs> they walked away together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for mine... I said, is this Asian phobic? Also, Tilda playing a what seems to be Asian character again because because um, the ancient one was supposed to be an Asian character. Yeah. And this also feels very fishy. But at the same time, she had a Scottish accent. Yeah, which also didn't make sense. No. And then I also said, Kill Bill vibes, but I don't know if that's a good thing. I said, Tilda Swinton? Okay, girl boss. 
And then I also said, weird seeing her with hair, because I'm used to her as Sorcerer Supreme, because I haven't seen her in any movie other than this and Doctor Strange. And then my next note is, so does Tilda not have eyebrows, or does she just not have eyebrows in the now two movies I've seen her in? I don't know. Because I, I've that also just throws her... me off a little bit. Yeah, the fact I've that she just doesn't her... have eyebrows. I've also seen her in Suspiria. Let me look it up. Because I think she had eyebrows in Suspiria. Um, mm, a little bit. Isn't yeah, it? she just constantly plays like people that are crazy insane. Yeah, she has eyebrows in Suspiria. So maybe, maybe it's just a character thing that they're they're always just like. She's just not gonna have eyebrows in this. But, oh, okay. Tilda Swinton and Lady Gaga, for example, have both bleached their brows to near translucency. So she does have eyebrows there, just, she's just bleached them. Yeah, yeah, because she does have eyebrows in Suspiria. Okay, okay. That was an important side note. Now I can sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so like, the reason why I say Kill Bill vibes, I don't know if this is a good thing, because like, Kill Bill is also very problematic because of the use of samurai, and the use of samurai swords, and then like, not touching on the history of it, and that like, yeah. white people aren't samurai but like like literally in Kill Bill the Asian character goes like silly Caucasian girl playing with samurai swords and I think that sums up that yeah perfectly yeah so and then I also said oh I'm skipping more was that was there anything else that happened in the well after they talked about Tilda was there anything important after that? It was next up was just the first appearance of the zombies. I well, I, I yeah. I had I something about the little juvie scene there cuz the girl like woke up and oh, she was yeah, like yeah. Huh, huh? and I was like this girl has the sixth sense <laughs> lol. <laughs> <laughs> because she was like I just feel something weird and I was like bestie it's going to get a lot weirder. So yeah. bestie I'm afraid to tell you this. <laughs> yeah. And then when the zombies came out of the ground, I said, what about coffins? Also, wouldn't some of these people be fully decomposed? Like just straight up skeletons? Yeah. Um, my zombie notes were, every time I see zombies walk now, all I can think of is the Walking Dead zombie audition video. <laughs> yeah. We should have auditioned for this movie. We should I, rem- I remember when they were filming it. I know you don't. I'm a baby Adam Driver fan. Yeah, I, I know you don't, but I remember. And I could have been a great zombie. You could have been. Yeah. Um, I've done Thriller way too many times as a dance for me to not be good at being a zombie. Yes. So I've had a lot of practice over the years. I've got a dumb pat. I, I just... Um, yeah, the zombies are interesting in this one too because they walk weird they walk weird they have personality yeah and they also speak like okay this is kind of getting into like a later part of the movie but i feel like they tried to make it like oh ha 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 we're being edgy but like that's not the word i'm looking for but like when they're it's like the millennial zombies and they're like looking for like they're like Wi-Fi. Yeah. And the one's like, Bluetooth. It's like, yeah. who is looking for Bluetooth 
like actively like yeah. that doesn't make any sense or like, if they're Wi-Fi. gonna go down that direction like they could have made it a little more realistic yeah because like also nobody looks for bluetooth yeah and like, if you don't have any bluetooth devices yeah and they said it's the thing that you are most attracted to when when you're alive yeah so, so bluetooth like like that doesn't make any sense it's like they tried to make a statement about like technology addictions or whatever but yeah it failed yeah <laughs> it face planted yeah because like i would understand if they were just like my phone my phone yeah and good. or Ooh. computer computer Xbox. yeah <laughs> but they were like wi-fi bluetooth like bluetooth. They were okay just, wi-fi i can kind of get they were just throwing around some names and yeah, hoping they, like, they would stick <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um they were just like scrolling through their phone settings like wi-fi bluetooth yeah and also that they were brightness they were, how would their phones still be like on if they were dead yeah unless they like just died yeah because some of them i feel like were were from the graves yeah and some of them were were recently deceased yeah but like they never explained that they just were like oh look teenagers be on their phones yeah <laughs> people be on their phones yeah people be looking for bluetooth <laughs> For that part, all I have to say is not funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to old people, but not for us. Yeah, because we know it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, then I, I skipped past the death part because I don't think there is much to say about the death. Yeah, I just said rip Lily. No, I said Lily is an icon, rip to a real one. <laughs> Which one was that? Was Lily it the- was the one who was working with Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She wasn't, like, the cafe worker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I skipped past the She was the one who's, death. like, beating the zombie with a mop. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, girl, boss. <laughs> yeah, I also didn't appreciate how they didn't let the other girl die. Yeah. The, the first girl, she was dead in a millisecond. And then the other girl... They were like, let's let her bleed out. And like, let's let her bleed out seconds. and scream for about two minutes. Yeah. Like, we did not need that. Yeah. Like, she was still screaming when the zombies left the the, the diner. Yeah. Like, one note I made was that for a satirical zombie movie, it was a little gory. Mm-hmm. It was a little over the top. Like, I get it was probably supposed to be over the top, but it was a little much. It yeah, a little it, there's a difference between, like, funny and, like, okay, that's just, that's just too much. Yeah. <laughs> that's not funny. Seeing yeah. guts in yeah. people's mouths. Not really that funny. Yeah. Like, the actual, like, the dead bodies on the ground, I was like, okay, that makes sense. That's that gory. But, like, when the zombies were, like, eating them and then, like, walking away with, like, their intestines, I was like, that's a little too far. That's yeah. a little foul. Yeah. Because then they straight up were just, like, coffee. Yeah. And, like, you're like, okay, you just ate people. Yeah. Wh- what? I don't understand. Okay. That's another thing about this movie I don't understand is that if they're attracted to the one thing that like they liked the most and when they're alive then why are they even going after other humans yeah to begin with yeah like, that what? also doesn't make any sense i feel like they were only they didn't think this through very mo- well about how the zombies work because like, like yeah zombies in other movies they're like the main thing that they're looking for is like brains and human flesh but this one they're not looking for brains and human flesh but they're still eating it anyways and it's like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. 
That doesn't make sense. Yeah, because I, I think it's more a a I don't know what the word is like a reflection on human life and that it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. But like also it's a zombie movie so you have to you can't just like think about the big message and then not worry about the small details because that yeah. does not make sense that like they only have people eat people because they're zombies no other reason yeah there's no biological explanation which in every other zombie movie or zombie show that there is an explanation as to why they yeah. have to eat people. <laughs> I think they're just banking on like your prior knowledge of zombies. They're like, yeah, people know that zombies eat other people. So we're just gonna throw that in there. You're, we're just gonna sprinkle it in there mm-hmm. because like we know people expect zombies to eat other people. But then yeah. also, also they're going to... to be, as there's going to be a social message here. Yeah, I feel like they only did that just to raise the stakes. Yeah. Because they need a conflict. Yeah. Because, like, zombies in general could be the conflict, but they were like, no, we need danger. Yeah. But the danger doesn't make sense in retrospect. Also, like, how long is the period we're talking about? It felt like it was, like, a day. No, no, no. I mean the period of how you become a zombie. Oh, oh, oh. Because, like... Because with the first deaths, I thought they were just dead and they wouldn't turn into a zombie. But then they started turning into zombies. Yeah, yeah. It was just really confusing. Like, the the girl that was in the jail, she took a minute to, to turn. She took a hot second, yeah. And then, like, Selena Gomez and her friends... They hadn't turned yet. They ha- they, it was a couple, like, hours after they died and they still didn't turn... But Steve Buscemi and uh, Bobby and the other guy... They turned, like, immediately. They turned, like, immediately. <sighs> so, yeah. But anyways, back to back to the, the chronological order of yeah. the movie. Still, I, still in the diner scene. Yeah, I said, Ron's baby car, LOL. I said... Well, okay. I first said, is this the smart car appearance? And then a couple bullet laters bullet points later i said it is the smart car iconic <laughs> and then i yeah. said the fact that the smart card ha- smart car has to be convertible because adam is too tall weeping yeah yeah i just love that picture of him in the car yeah because his head is his head clears the top of it he yeah. is he cannot sit in that car if the top is down yeah i mean if the top is up yeah i also said bill murray just feels nothing and honestly same why the coffee pods? <laughs> I have um when Ronnie walks in and goes, oh, yuck. Yeah, I have and that walks too. walks back out. I That's, thought that was so funny. That literally is my next bullet point. It says, yeah. Ronnie says, oh, yuck. <laughs> I said, oh, yuck. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I have another comment about the smart car, going back to the smart car. I literally did not even know that they made convertible smart cars. This is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been funnier if he had a Nissan Cube. Do you know what those are? Yeah. They're like little Japanese yeah. cubes. Is it like, that? that's the hamster commercial, right? No, that's a Kia Soul. Oh, okay, okay. But similar look? Yeah, similar look. They're a little bigger. Okay. But I just I just say that because um, my mom bought a Nissan Rogue a while ago when mm-hmm. I was like 12, I think. And um, the car had a lot of problems with it, so we would always have to get a rental car. 
And one time we got a cube and they were like, don't make sharp turns because you will spin out. <laughs> because it's so like sharp in like a box. Whoa. So yeah. Um, the next one I have is Mindy, read the fucking room. LOL. <laughs> yeah, I have Mindy commenting on the flowers and them all just staring at her. Yeah. Yeah. LOL. And then it just said, too many shots of the dead bodies. Yeah. We didn't need three separate shots of each of them going in, looking, seeing the bodies for like five seconds, and then walking out. They, like, we could have just seen their reactions in like a little montage moment. Yeah, I like the repetition of each of them walking in, seeing them, and walking out. But like they didn't have to show the actual bodies every time. Yeah. Yeah. Or they could have done a different angle because it was literally, I feel like they just shot the reactions and just kept the, the body shots the same and just yeah. used the same shot. At the same time, that's really funny though. <laughs> yeah. 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 I did like the repetitions of the lines too, of like what yeah. they were like, is was it a wild animal or several, several wild, wild animals? animals? I did I, like that a lot. I had that written down. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I also, my next bullet point is people who thought this movie was boring are not funny. You have no taste. Yeah. Yeah. I said the iconic ghouls, lol. Yeah, I love I that Ronnie's ghouls. just like, yeah, with zombies. End of discussion. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I'm thinking zombies, and Bill Murray is like, what, 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 what? Like it, Ronnie doesn't even like have an explanation for it either. He's just like, I'm just feeling it. I'm just thinking it's zombies. Yeah, and everyone just kind of goes with it. Yeah, because literally Bobby also. First of all, was just like, yeah, it's zombies. Without even yeah. talking to Ronnie. He was just like, yeah. Yeah. So I just want to know, Elsa the girl. She was like, this is a weird feeling. How did these people know that it was zombies? Because if, if like the earth was tilting on its axis, I don't think zombies would be the first thing to come to people's minds. I mean, if I saw people, dead people with chunks eaten out of their bodies, my first thought would also be zombies. But it doesn't make sense why the other people think it's zombies. Yeah. Like, if Ronnie saw that and was like zombies, that makes sense. But Bobby doesn't yeah. really make sense. Um, Ronnie is just so serious all the time. He's an angel. He's just like he's so serious all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I just love the way that Adam was just like, well, Jim Jarmusch was just like, just don't care. Just don't. The whole time, just don't care. Yeah. Like, have minimal reactions as possible. And that's literally what he did. That was literally the, oh, yuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was the no oh, emotion. Was so funny. <laughs> he just went, oh, yuck. <laughs> yeah, that, probably my favorite part of the movie was just the, oh, yuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, next point, reiterating again. A cab except flipping Ronnie. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> he didn't even want to help anyone. Yeah. Because Ro- later in the movie when they were like, oh, should we go get the racist? Should we go help the racist? Should we go tell the rapi- the racist about the zombies? And Ronnie's like, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> no. Ronnie, <laughs> no. I have this written down because I was like, oh, he's so cute. Um. Because Bill Murray was like, no, Ronnie was like, oh my god, should we go tell Farmer Miller? Like, oh my god. And Bill Murray was like, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A cab, ex- 
a cap except for Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bill Murray's actually the only one with the rights. Yeah. And Flip. Flip has rights too. Yeah. All right. Next thing I got is the introduction of Selena Gomez. Yeah, I just have Selena Gomez. That's exactly what I have. And then I have. Just kidding. I knew she was in this. Yeah, yeah. I knew she was in this too. It's just like it's just so out of left field. Because I know that Selena's trying to get back into her acting stuff because she did have a good run when she was like fresh out of Disney trying to do like uh, older stuff like yeah. Monte Carlo and um, what's the other movie she did? Oh, Spring Break. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spring Breakers. And that one the movie where she got kidnapped. Don't remember the name of it. I don't think um, I know that one. But yeah, like when she was fresh out of Disney, trying to like propel her music career and also do acting at the same time, she kind of had a good run with like doing more serious stuff. Yeah. And I I see her coming back to that because she's also in this new HBO show, like yeah. something. The only murders in the building. Yeah, the only murders like in the building. And I've heard very good things about that. Yeah, so it's me good too. For her. So I I knew that she was in it, but like. It was just kind of out of nowhere, I feel like. Like, yes. why, why this movie particularly was Jim Jarmusch, for one, like, Selena Gomez. And for two, why was Selena like, yeah, this is the mo- this is my comeback movie. Yeah. 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 And the fact that she only has, like, 30 se- like two minutes of screen time. Yeah, she did have a really small role. For some reason, I thought her role was bigger. Yeah. Well, they made it seem like that. I know I mean, they only use- they said that because, like, her name is pretty big. Yeah. But, like, I feel like Bill Murray and Adam would bring, bring a more of a crowd than Selena Gomez. This doesn't yeah. really scream Selena Gomez fans. Well, I think Selena Gomez brings a different demographic than Bill Murray and Adam. Yeah. So they're, I guess they're, like, banking on that. Yeah. But I don't think it it went the way that it wanted, they wanted them to. Yeah. Um, I then said, the kids saying, eat me, didn't notice that the first time around. I did not notice that either. Yeah, because, like, um, I think it was Austin Butler. Austin Butler, Disney Channel King, he he was, like, sit, talking to the kids, and he was like, are you guys having fun or whatever? And the kid just went, eat me. And I was like, <gasps> foreshadowing? <laughs> yeah, I missed that. I just yeah. said Selena Gomez is so pretty. Mm-hmm. I also yeah. love that she was like, oh, fuck. I love this song, man. Yeah. I have not the song again in all caps. <laughs> yeah, because literally it was, she was listening to the song in the car. And then five seconds later, when they stopped at Bobby's gas station, she saw the CD of the song. And it was like, oh, yeah, I love this song. <laughs> I was like, girl, you just listened to it 10 seconds ago. Yeah. But now she can listen to it whenever she wants to because she has the CD. Well, now, no, because well, she's no. dead. Yeah. But if she didn't croak, she could have listened to it whenever she wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Because she has the CD now. Yeah. Um, next up, I've got when Total Swinton visits the police station. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I said Total Swinton is giving me weird vibes. Yeah. I, well, I have a different take. I said Total Swinton stunting on these hoes with that outfit. Because it was a fly outfit. She had on it a was, dress. It was. She had on a dress with black tights and Doc Martens. I was like, ooh, fit. Yeah. Fit check. Yeah. And then I was said, the walking is taking me out. <laughs> because she did the thing where she, like, turns the corners really hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she comes in. Um, I have 
when she says the physically attractive one. Yeah. Yeah, I said Jim Jarmusch is self-aware that Adam is hot as fuck, yeah. and that man made Patterson for a reason. Female <laughs> <laughs> gaze. Because if you don't know, Jim Jarmusch directed The Dead Don't Die, and he also directed another movie that Adam starred in called Patterson, where basically Adam was just a, a, a loving fellow who wrote poems and drove a bus. And loved his wife. And loved his wife. And, yeah. He's very good. We'll do that one one time. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, I've got the way Adam keeps on putting his hands on his hips. So hot. I feel like he always does that. Yeah, but and, it's so hot. In roles where he has to, like, be pissy, he hands always puts his, his hands on his hips. Like Charlie Barber? Yeah. A lot of hands on the hip mm-hmm. Disclaimer, I have not seen Marriage Story yet. Yeah. Loser. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, <laughs> I've got not the Pittsburgh mention. Yeah, I said Selena Gomez from Pittsburgh would be so funny. <laughs> you know why? Why? Because of where in Pittsburgh. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, if you you guys don't know this, because <laughs> we didn't talk about it, but right now we are currently in the city of Pittsburgh. That is why you can hear many cars, ambulances, etc. pass by because we are literally right next to the highway. We are in downtown Pittsburgh going to college. So every time Pittsburgh is referenced in a movie, we're all like, oh, we live here. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. the same goes from Baltimore when we're at home. Yeah. yeah. Same. I'm like, oh, like it, when Falcon Winter Soldier Show went to Baltimore, I was like, we're in fucking Baltimore. That's what that was exactly my reaction. I, I was like, Whoa. nobody ever goes to Baltimore. Nobody ever goes to Baltimore. Yeah. Nobody's ever like, let's go to Baltimore. (laughs) So I was like, Bucky in Baltimore. (laughs) I was like, I could just go right up if if I was in the MCU, theoretically, and I heard that James Buchanan Barnes was in Baltimore because he almost got arrested, I would have sprinted my way to the city. I've been like, Mom, we got to go. Because I know exactly where the jail is, too. Yeah. It's a right near the Lyric Opera House. Okay. Yeah. I think I know where that is. Yeah. I'm not as familiar with it. It has that one. sign that's like, don't use a gun or whatever, or you're going to go to jail. <laughs> it's near um, Mika, too. Maryland Institute of Art or whatever. I've never, I don't really go to that part. I really just go Inner Harbor and then like the music venues. Yeah. Mika is not in a very good area, per se. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's all right. All right. We got a little sidetracked. Yeah. We'll stop talking about Baltimore now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said Selena Gomez is half Mexican. So, yeah. But still, why does that need to be said? Yeah. I just said I have an affinity for Mexicans. Why is that so funny? But funny in the way where it was, like, uncomfortably funny. Like, why was that said? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, Selena Gomez is Mexican. She is Hispanic. Latina, if you might, if you will. But did it need to be pointed out? What what did it serve to the thing? Who's calling you? Claire interrupting the podcast? Okay, guys, we're going to take a little pause. We're going to take a little pause, okay? So, where do we leave off? We were talking about the... Selena Gomez. Yeah, the affinity for Mexicans. Yes. Yeah. 
just unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah, I said, why, Ronnie? Why did you have to point it out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the next thing that I have is the lazy writing. Like, yes, please explain to us completely how the zombies work out in this movie. Because they do that multiple times. Where they go, it's because of the polar fracking and the because of the polar fracking, the Earth's on its axis, which is making the uh, reanimation of the people. Yeah. And I was like, okay. We get it. We get it for one, and for two. There's this wonderful thing, in storytelling called show don't tell. Tell us, Miss Cinema Major. Tell yeah. About it. Well, it's also just in writing. Yeah. But like, show don't tell is just like. We got it from when Hermit Bob was like, the moon looks weird, and then the zombies came out of the ground. I think we got it that, like, the Earth being off his axis was what made the zombies come out. Yeah. Speaking of Hermit Bob, my next point is, Hermit Bob, my fave, please tell me he doesn't die. Mm-hmm. I love Hermit Bob. That yeah. Man, that man's a king. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next I have, um... When they're in the cemetery, when Cliff and Ronnie go to the cemetery, mm-hmm. um, and Cliff accidentally falls into the open grave, and Ronnie smiles. His little smile was so cute. I said, Ronnie's yeah. little smile when Cliff falls. I'm swooning. Yeah. I love swooning. Also, how did he miss the hole? Yeah. It was very obvious that there was a giant gaping hole in the ground, and you just missed it. Yeah. And where was the coffin? Again, yeah. the lack of coffins. Did these people, did they just not give them coffins in Centerville? Did they just bury them? Did they just throw them in the ground? Like dinosaurs? Yeah. Like one day someone's going to be like digging up these um, <laughs> graves and they're going to think it's like dinosaur bones or something. Yeah. I mean, obviously not because science can differentiate between the two. Mm-hmm. But that was my first thought. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I I imagine that the at a funeral in Centerville, which is kind of like, like they they had the service and then they went out to the cemetery and they just like instead of having the coffin like on a thing and then they lower it, like the the pastor and his like little assistant just like do that thing where they hold the hold the feet in the hands and they just swing it, <laughs> swing and then throw and then the body just lands in the ground. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and then everyone takes turns putting dirt over them yeah that's exactly how it goes yeah because also the first zombies that came out it was hard to differentiate what time period they came from because i looked like the 80s it looks like the 80s but like if they were from the 80s then wouldn't they be more decomposed yeah they'd be a little more nasty and they'd be more bony yeah and also the fact that how did they know each other how did how did those two like stick together and both had the same affinity for coffee? Yeah. Because they weren't buried next to each other, so we know they weren't married. But they were both from the same era, obviously, because they were both wearing like rave clothes. Yeah. Very bizarre. Yeah. It's like what are the odds that they emerge at the same time? Yeah. And they both wanted coffee. Yeah. Odd. Yeah. Odd. I kind of skipped around for the last couple notes so (laughs) what do you have next next up i got the machete in all caps the iconic machete that ronnie wields oh yeah yeah at first i said um 
Bill Murray said fuck racist Steve, Steve Buscemi, and I love him for that. Yeah. So true, bestie. Yeah. Yeah, um... I just love um, the machete, too, because he's just... <laughs> what does the old woman say? The one in the station? Yes. She goes, Chardonnay. <laughs> All right, I've got a side note about this old lady. So, as you guys don't know, because this is the first you're hearing from us, <laughs> I am a large fan of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And... Um, so this woman, she stood up, and I said, is, is that Lillian from The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? I don't know the actress's real name. I just know her as Lillian. Mm-hmm. And then she started saying, Chardonnay. And I was like, it's Lillian! Because no one else has that voice. But, like, the outfit she was wearing, I'm pretty sure she has worn that on an episode of Kimmy Schmidt. It's yeah. like she was literally just playing Lillian. Anyways, I'm obsessed with her. I'm sad she only had two seconds of screen time because I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. Also, it doesn't. One thing that doesn't make sense with Ronnie's machete is that sometimes he can't get all the way through the head, and sometimes he just whips it right off. So, like, a how sharp's the blade? B. Why isn't he putting the same amount of force into each blow? Yeah. Or. What What's this machete doing? Yeah. Is he just not hitting it the right? Sometimes he accidentally uses the dull side instead of the sharp side. Maybe. Do machetes have two sharp sides? I don't think so, though, because it's, like, curved. That's what I thought. So you would know. Yeah. But, like, like, at the end specifically, some of them he just, like, it was a clean write-off. And some of them he had to hit a couple times to get it off. Maybe it just depended on how decomposed the body was? That would make sense, because if they were stronger, like, if it was more recent, then it would make sense that it would take a couple tries. But if they were, like, weaker, yeah, it would make sense that it would just be right off of their head. Yeah. But also the black sand. We, we, I don't have any notes about the black sand, but I think it's an important part of how the zombies work. Yeah. Um, what? Why? Yeah. Why? Why was that the chosen... Like, okay, so when a zombie would die in this movie, instead of it being more bloody and, like, gory, it was kind of, like, I don't know what, but I feel like I've seen something like this before. I was thinking Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, kind of like Infinity War. There's There's something something else, though. There's something else, I just don't remember, but, like, sand would fall out. It's kind of like the sand that's in the fold in Shadow and Bone. It's, like, that consistency. Yeah, but I feel like I've seen something else that has had, like, people die and sand come out. It might be the Golden Compass. That's way out of left field, but... I don't know what it is. The, the Golden Compass, it was a, a movie, like, a while ago. Like, a, like a, a long, long, long time ago. Like, early 2000s. About the, uh, the Historic Materials book series. And they made it into a movie. Oh. It's now a show again, His Dark Materials on HBO, uh, starring Daphne Keen. Go watch it. Also has a little mineral Miranda in it. <laughs> but yeah, the movie it was one of my comfort music- <laughs> It was one of my comfort movies as a child. And when it was um, this is going way off topic, but um, your soul would uh, present itself as an animal. Okay. So that when you would die. 
like he would turn to dust and that was a, a big thing in the movie was dust okay but yeah but i feel like there's something else that i'm not remembering correctly but yeah the dust thing was weird because like how did the blood dry up so quickly and how how yeah because like in other zombie movies it's like the blood turns into like zombie blood yeah so it's, it's like not black. like red yeah and like yeah but like the dust doesn't make sense because they never explain it if they would have explained it i would have made i would have been like yeah but yeah. they just didn't yeah they were just like dust yeah hey that would make sense for like the really old zombies mm-hmm. because their blood had probably dried up at this point but like for the recent zombies like miss lillian that didn't make sense yeah sorry i'm just gonna refer to her as lillian <laughs> yeah 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 um next up i have um the dads at the hardware store <laughs> that made me giggle um yeah just the fact that all the dads flock to the hardware store yeah like dads flocking onto a home depot on a saturday Mm-hmm. they really did they really just were like chainsaw <laughs> like hammer <laughs> my dad would be like lawnmower <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and the fact that they like went through the back door too that was so funny yeah that they I were like i have a note where i was like why is there no back door on this building like yeah why are they trapped in there like i don't i don't understand because like i feel like to only have one entrance or exit it's like a huge fire hazard and then literally as soon as i finished writing that down the zombies started busting in through the back entrance and i was like oh my god there is a back entrance they're just stupid yeah i also loved the kids ransacking um the candy at bobby's gas station yeah uh because me yeah yeah and also the ups guy (laughs) he was like i'm gonna get my shit back that i gave him yeah, I literally, I have, oh, she was not the UPS man with the frowny face. Mm, I yeah. love that guy. Yeah. 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 Also, also when, when the guy at the hotel was, like, looking for his cats, I was like, dude, didn't you just hear that, like, animals are going whack? Yeah. Why are you looking for your cat? Yeah. And also, that's a bad choice. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I said the zombies are attracting to what they last thought about, but it's like cool in this movie cuz I feel like that's been a con- that's that's a zombie trope I would say is that you're attracted to the thing that you most thought about when you were alive. That is a trope of zombies. And it's not often done in more modern zombie things. Yeah. Cuz I feel like in more like like, if, if, if a 50s movie did a thing about zombies, they would, like, go into the lore of zombies and all that. Yeah. But, like, in now, I feel like it's just more about the gore and, yeah. like, getting and surviving rather than just, like, at the actual zombies, which I, I liked that they focused about. They didn't explain the zombies, really. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that they, like... They changed it up. 
yeah, they gave the zombies a purpose of why they were doing things. Yeah. Not the eating part. Not the eating people part, but they gave the zombies a purpose of why they were going a certain place. Because, like, in The Walking Dead, they just kind of, like, go as a pack and just roam around (laughs) for no reason. They just kind of roam around in a pack and just eat people. And it doesn't really make sense. Would you say that they're um, walking dead? (laughs) Um, yeah. I would say that. <laughs> but it's just funny that they, like, they're, yeah. just, they're just in, a, like, a... Like, I, I specifically remember um, coming up to my parents' room one time when they were watching it, and they were just, like, a group of them just walking on train tracks. For no reason. <laughs> just for no reason at all. Like, I like I feel like the, the zombies in The Walking Dead don't have a motive. They're just hungry. Yeah. I once referred to the zombies in The Walking Dead as teenagers... Because all they do is just roam around in packs just looking for food. Yeah. But I think that's how we exist. Yeah. But I also feel like they're not animalistic enough to, like, just... they Their sole purpose for existing is for food, you know? Yeah. I think I could survive a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I don't think I would. It depends on what kind of zombies. Yeah. Like, The Walking Dead, from what you described, I'm like, yeah, I could survive that. Yeah. What are they going to do? Outwalk me? <laughs> Yeah. Nah. Yeah, the only thing is that jog. the only thing is that like cars and stuff don't work. But still, I could beat them with a light jog. Yeah. I'd be so in shape. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason it's so wild the way that the main character of that show, I only know this cuz like my parents explained it to me cuz I was curious but I didn't want to watch it cuz scary. Yeah. But the main character was in a coma during the apocalypse and somehow he stayed alive like the zombies didn't get him and then he woke up and was just like what the fuck (laughs) i feel like he'd be the easiest target yeah okay if i was a zombie and i wanted to eat somebody my target would be the local hospital because there's plenty of folks in there who can't fight back (laughs) (laughs) like not to be morbid but like <laughs> what are they gonna do? Would you would go for like a kid that has cancer? No, 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 no. I would go for like the comatose old people. <laughs> like, what are they gonna do? They're in a coma. Yeah, but they're still alive, so they still have a brain. Yeah, you would go for grandma in a nursing home. Yeah, <laughs> I would. You would go for grandma. I would go for grandma. She lived a long life. <laughs> She's lived. Did you say she lived long enough? No, I said she lived a long life. <laughs> You're like, she's lived long enough. You're going to yeah. eat her. <laughs> you're going to eat your grandma. <laughs> you're going to find a grandma, and you're going to kill her. Okay. And you're you're going to chop her up, and you're going to make a stew. Oh, I love my grandma's stew. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Cody Co. reference, if you guys didn't know. But yeah, also, the kids... In Juby, I didn't write this down because I kind of just was vibing the rest of the half the way through the movie. Um, but the kids in the Juby kind of makes sense, but also doesn't because they kind of serve no purpose. Like I don't understand the point of the kids in Juby. Yeah, but the way that they hid, um, for one thing, why were they alone in the room? Yeah. that they were in because they were in a room and they were just observing everything that was happening and the door was locked and the kid putting 
the fucking door stopper underneath the door. I was like, well, that's not going to do shit. It's going to fall from like a couple more seconds, but. Yeah. And then them going in the storage closet. Like, from what we've you... seen, from what we've seen of these zombies, is that they can tear shit down. Yeah. So, so like, the st- why would you make it harder to escape for yourself? Yeah. Like it's harder for you for them to get you, but when they do inevitably get you, it's harder for you to escape. Yeah. But then they just survive. So I was like, word. Yeah. And then they just kind of ran through the zombies. They just like, I, I was like, did. I was like, if you're in a juvie, you probably have food and stuff there. If you, like, locked yourself in, like, a basement or something, you guys would be good. Like, that was a point in The Walking Dead. I I keep bringing up The Walking Dead because, like, it's, like, the biggest zombie thing out there right now. Yeah. yeah. But, like, they took over a prison. and they And they, like, the zombies couldn't come in because it was a prison. Yeah. So, like, if you're in a juvie, I feel like you could lock it down enough. And you probably have supplies of food in there. Yeah. So, like... Why didn't you just stay? Yeah. But they do survive. The kids do survive. Yeah. They never they never say it, but I did look it up because the first time that me and my dad watched it, we know Hermit Bob survived because mm-hmm. he was just <laughs> narrating the whole thing. But also the kids just like ran into the woods and then you never saw them again. And they didn't say if they died or not. That was the question I had. I was like, did the kids die? And yeah. I looked it up and Jim Jarmusch said that they didn't die. But they were just like a, a beam of hope that the zombie apocalypse would end because they were still alive. Uh, okay. And maybe they met up with Hermit Bob and they like came up with a plan. Oh my god, I would love that. Sequel starring Hermit Bob. And the three kids. Right now. And the three kids. Right now during the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my only note from that scene is OMG, did the Juby kids die, Johnny Face? So I'm really glad to hear that they didn't. Yeah, because they never say they survived. They kind of ju- they kind of just showed them like running through the street and seeing Tilda fuck yeah. shit up. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how they made it alive because clearly these zombies can still get people that are able bodied because yeah. the multiple kids were still dead. And if they were, if the zombies couldn't, like, catch them while they were sprinting, like, how did all these other kids die? Yeah. And they were, like, in, in, in like, the heat of it. They were in the middle of it, and they still didn't die. So it doesn't yeah. really make sense, but, like, still, thanks for the glimmer of hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up, I got the scene where they cut back to the police station, and it's just the three of them just standing at the window and watching the zombies <laughs> mm-hmm. and i just thought that was really funny they're just standing there they're just watching yeah i also didn't know how they thought that would be a good idea because like the zombies can still see yeah they're gonna see you standing there and come mm-hmm. towards you and then tilda just came in and was like can i use y'all's computer <laughs> yeah well first of all mindy started crying I, was, I said not mindy crying hold yourself together girly yeah and then I don't like Mindy. I think I already said that. But I don't like Mindy. Mm-hmm. I did not like Mindy. Yeah. My next point was Tilda's just fucking it up out here. Yes, I have she lost Tilda Swinton. <laughs> yeah, she she really didn't give a fuck. Like yeah. we know why she didn't give a fuck, but like she just for real didn't give a fuck because she <laughs> literally when she was in the morgue and she was like, "You guys just not gonna die, huh?" And she just yeah. cuts her heads off right yeah. away. 
while she's in the middle of doing drag makeup on them. Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, her just, like, strutting down the street and just, like, cutting people's heads off. And when she was in, uh, (laughs) when she was in Ronnie's car, (laughs) swerving, and then she walked up to the, she walked up to that girl and she was like, that's not your socks. And the girl was like, huh? And she just cut her head off. I was like, your oh, cute jeans. <laughs> your cute jeans? Those are my jeans. No, you are cute jeans. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Um, a little side note: there's a scene where there's a bunch of birds like flying all around at once, and um, that happened to me when I was with my brother's girlfriend when we were driving to their house after picking up her dog from daycare. Um, it was like sunset, so it was like dusk, and these birds just like flocked and we were like it was so good to know that the zombie apocalypse could have started last semester or last year and it didn't that's crazy that was just fun little side note yeah i saw that and i was like oh my god that happened to me i have a snapchat video of it yeah and hermit bob was just like what the fuck yeah hermit bob was like the crows (laughs) (laughs) yeah just tell me what you have because I kind of skipped around at the end. Um, next up, I have when they're the officers are driving around. Yeah. Um, and I have he excuse me before chopping the head off of a zombie while hanging out the car window. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, that did some things to me. Yeah, the iconic shot of of Ronnie hanging out the car with the machete. Like, I knew that shot. Like, I'd seen gifts of that. But I did not know he said, excuse me to the zombie before cutting his head off. And I was yeah. Like, yeah, I just... Ronnie's nonchalant attitude about everything just kind of gives Ronnie big dick energy. Yeah. As yeah. as every Adam character ever does. But just, like, in this specific case, the reason why is just because, like, he's in the fucking zombie apocalypse. And he's just, like killing them as they were normal people yeah like ronnie's going on a murderous rage but but justified because they're zombies yeah and that's why that's why mindy pissed me off too because she was always like why did you kill them and he was like they aren't alive anymore they're zombies (laughs) they already died once (laughs) yeah mindy was just like why did you have to do that i hated mindy because they're zombies and do you want to die yeah yeah um next up i've got r.i.p selena yeah first of all before that i do have a funny thing about selena but i i did say i love that the main plot isn't to survive like other zombie movies they're kind of just vibing along they really are just vibing i was like for a good solid for like halfway through i was like they're not even trying to survive. They're yeah. They're just hanging out. Because they were just, like, out in the middle. Just, they were just, like, how bizarre. They were just Let's observing. Like, they didn't they didn't try to find a hiding spot. They didn't try to find food. Yeah. Like, I don't... The main objective in this movie was never to survive. Yeah. And I think that's bold. Yeah. Because usually in zombie movies, the point is to survive. The point is to get out of the danger so that hope there's hope for humanity but in this there was no hope except for the teenagers in hermit bob 
Yeah. So. I kind of liked that, though. I kind of liked that there was no urgency. They were mm-hmm. just like, this is weird. This is funky. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there's zombies in our town now. Let's just right. let's just look around. Like when Bill Murray was like, oh, get a load of these two. I was like, yeah. Those are zombies, man. <laughs> and he's just like, he's just like people. They were just like people watching, but with zombies. Yeah. And then if if one of them came around, they just were like, all right, we got to kill one. Yeah. And every time Bill Murray ran over one and Mindy was like, you didn't have to do that. He was like, what What did you what? want us to do? Yeah. Go yeah. around and get eaten? Yeah. Mindy is just really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, good to have morals. Good for you, Mindy, for being like, killing people is bad. But you got to shift your moral compass a little bit when you're in the middle of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. Because, because these people aren't people. They're uh-huh. zombies. The same rules do not apply. Yes, it's not good to kill people, but killing zombies. Because they're is already good. dead. Yeah. They aren't alive. <laughs> yeah. 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 Back to Selena, though. I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said Selena scored an LOL. <laughs> because, okay, so in this scene. They go back to, like, Selena's motel room or whatever, and all of her friends are dead. And they're just, like, blood laying around. And then Ronnie goes around and chops off all of their heads so that, theoretically, they won't become zombies. Yeah. This is a tactic that's also used in The Walking Dead. (laughs) Um, They oftentimes, if they get bit, they'll cut off the part where they got bit so that they won't turn into a zombie. Because... And The Walking Dead is an infection, so when you get bit, the infection spreads. But if you cut it off, then the infection won't spread. Um, but yeah, so he cut off the heads. And when he got to Selena, he took a second. He paused. And then he cut off her head, and blood just splattered everywhere. Yeah. So I, my 12-year-old brain went, <laughs> Selena squirted. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I liked how he wiped the machete off halfway through. I said, ripping the blood off the machete, a cleanly king. Yeah. And then he had a fun little stance before he cut off Selena's head. He did, like, a little, like, jump. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, put some extra effort into cutting off Selena's head. Yeah. <laughs> that made me giggle. Yeah. And then he just proceeded to hold her head up <laughs> by the ponytail <laughs> and show it to Cliff and Mindy. And he held it for a good while. He did. And I was like, are you going to keep that? I don't know why he did that either. It felt like he was going to keep it. And I was like... Yeah, it was like a little souvenir for him. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he held it for one thing. And for two, why for so long? Especially because Bill Murray's character and Mindy were so uncomfortable by, by that and he was just like look it's a hipster from cleveland <laughs> <laughs> also i love their definition of a hipster yeah. but it's just selena gomez with a t- shirt tucked in with like the femi- the the feminine symbol on her shirt and a vintage car yeah and high-waisted jeans yeah that's a I, hipster. at one point i did make a note that her outfit was so cute yeah i just love that, that that's their definition as a hipster yeah just teenagers they are teenagers and they're just like hipsters yeah literally the next bullet point i had i said why he just holding her head like that (laughs) 
Um, next up, we've got Mindy is a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Mindy is. Yeah. I just just my constant. Every time she was on screen, I was like, ugh. Yeah. When they got to the to the finale in the graveyard, and they're surrounded, and Mindy saw her grandma, <laughs> and she was like, "I'm gonna go with you, grandma." I said, "Mindy cannot hang. She deserved to die." LOL. What did I say? I said, personally, I think they should kick Mindy out as a sacrifice. And then I said, oh, word. Or she could kick herself out as a sacrifice. <laughs> then I said, good riddance, Mindy. Do not rest in peace. <laughs> but yeah, Mindy, she could not hang. Like, out of all the people that should have survived in this movie, I feel like Mindy should not have lasted as long as she did. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like Bobby and I, I wish I remembered his name, but the other guy. The handyman. I called him Hank. I do not think his name was Hank, but he reminded me I feel me like of, his name is Hank. Is it? Because he reminded me of Hank from The Office, so I just started calling him Hank in my head. Let me let me look, because I feel so bad that I don't know his name. I have Hank written down, but I think it's just because I associated with him with Hank from The Office. But he you know, like is he's a gem. Yeah. Because he always, even when Steve Buscemi was so violently racist towards him, he was still like, I'm going to see the good in people. Yeah. And I was like, King? So true, bestie. His um, name is Hank. You were right. Oh, my God. So it wasn't just because he reminded me of Hank from The Office. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Hank and Bobby should have survived because Bobby deserved better because he was always um, bullied by yeah. other people, and I feel like he deserved a chance to shine. Me too. And Hank was just a sweet old man who deserved to, to survive. Yeah. Or last longer because no one really survives in this movie. Yeah. At one point, one of the zombies was naked. And I was like, oh, who yeah. died naked? Who died naked? Yeah. I remember that. Because also, also, backtrack. Um, to the first two. With the wardrobe again. Mm-hmm. If they were buried, why were they buried in those outfits? Yeah. Like, and with the naked guy, I certainly hoped he was one of the zombies that was bit after the zombies came back from Mm -hmm. them. I love how they also, he didn't have any blood or anything on him. It was just his butt. Yeah. I really hoped they didn't just bury him naked. Mm -hmm. Like, I would hope Tilda did a better job than that. Yeah. But I feel like that would be a Tilda thing to bury him naked. Yeah, I, I thought it was a fun little thing because the main focus was the hardware shop and then he was just like on the side, just naked. Yeah. You can't I didn't notice it the first time. It was just a butt. <laughs> it was just a butt. Yeah. I have I have a hatred a deep hatred for random ass shots of men in movies and this is in that category. Her TikTok got banned because of it. Yeah, my TikTok did get banned because I was Showing my hatred for these random ass shots, and I used an example from after we collided of a fake Harry Styles butt, and then they were like, this is a community guideline violation, and we're taking your account down, even though I had no other community guideline strikes, and it was just a butt. It was just a butt. But it's okay, I guess. I have a new TikTok now. Follow me at my products of cleaners. (laughs) Um... Alrighty, next up we got <laughs> just 
the hardware store stuff that I already said about the back door. Mm-hmm. Or Pank and Bobby. Yeah. They were they were two of the best characters in this. Yeah. All right, next up, the cops went to the cemetery. And I said, why did they go to the cemetery, dummies? Yeah. Also, okay, I don't remember when this is because a lot of the end gets mushed together about when people die and how they die. I don't remember when specifically Steve Buscemi died, but he was such a dumbass. Why do you say that? Because, okay, he would, to kill them, he would open the door, then yeah. shoot them, and then just close it. Yeah, he should have, like, opened a window or something. Yeah, yeah. And also, I love that Hermit Bob, when, I love that, like, uh, the other way, we didn't see, like, Hank and Bobby or any of our other friends, like, get mauled. Yeah. But we saw Steve Buscemi get mauled. We did. We did see. Because Hermit Bob was observing, and they were just, like, crowd surfing him and then ripping him to shreds. I thought we were going to see, like, a limb ripped off or something. You know how, like... Sorry, I just hit the microphone. It's good. Um, You know how they, like, did the drawing and quartering and like, olden times where they would, like, stretch out the body Uh parts until, like, they got ripped apart. I thought that's what we were, I thought we were gonna see Steve Buscemi get drawn and quartered. <laughs> I thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah, and I love that Hermit Bob was just like, rip. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, back to the cops in the cemetery. Yeah. Why did they think driving on grass was a good idea too? On top of zombies. Yeah. Like. No. Like I just. One time I got my car stuck in the grass at my house Whoa. because um, we were trying to park so that we are, all of our cars were on the street when it was snowing one time. Mm-hmm. And then I, I went back into the spot and I got stuck in the grass. Yeah, that was a dumb move on my part. Yeah. So if I can get stuck with no bodies, how did they think that was going to work? Yeah. And why go to the place where the zombies are originating from yeah and they're like the only two people left alive in the town except for the kids and her bob yeah um i liked how after mindy got out cliff and ronnie were just chilling in the car for a hot second they were just hanging out they were just vibing yeah i said fourth wall breaks so good Yes. I said, is Ronnie omnipotent or something? Is that why he knew it was going to end badly and he got the theme song? And then the next bullet is, okay, yeah, he is, mister. I've read the script. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so... I love that part because it's just like... Also the little... Also Bill Murray's little commentary of, I've known this guy way longer than you have. Why did he let you read the script and not yeah. me? Yeah. I love that little thing. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Um... Next up, I've got OMG, Tilda to the rescue. And then my next bullet point is, okay, what the fuck? And my next bullet point is, is Tilda an alien? And my next bullet point is, okay, yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah, that one, that was what we were referring to earlier when we said that Tilda should have, instead becoming an alien, should have (laughs) just ran away with Machine Gun Kelly. Yes. Um, Because for those of you who have not seen this movie... Um, Tilda Swinton, so a UFO appears, 
and Ronnie and Cliff are like, oh, and Cliff's like, is this in the script? And Ronnie goes, not the one I read. And Tilda <laughs> gets tractor beamed up into the sea. <laughs> yeah. And then she just whisks away. And it's like, okay, bye, they, Tilda. Yeah, they. she literally just goes like, ha, suckers, and yeah. then goes up, and then the UFO goes into hyperspeed and just zooms off. Yeah. Yeah, and my bullet point about that was uh, Tilda is also an alien in real life. LOL. Yeah, I can see that. Because she's just an odd person. She is. But just yeah, her own thing. That, that part, when I first watched it, it took me out. It took me out so hard that me and my dad just looked at each other and we were like, What? Like, huh? Like, we knew that she was a little fishy, but we didn't think it was aliens. Yeah, that was just, what was the point of that? Yeah, because they also never went back to that. They never explained, like, if she had something to do with the Earth moving on its axis. Because the way that she, like, kind of knew that everything was going to happen and also, like, her coding thing to make the UFO come. And that she, like, knew how to kill the zombies first away, like, right away. During the coding scene, I wrote down, OMG, Tilda, what is he doing, sweetie? <laughs> yeah, she, like, wrote a bunch of stuff in a computer and then just left. Yeah. So, like, I feel like she knew that it was going to happen. Whether she had a hand in it or not, we'll never know. I feel Be- like she didn't have a hand in it. No, but then how did she know how to kill the zombies, like, real true, quick? True, true. Yeah, Okay. And that she was so confident that she couldn't, she wouldn't die. Yeah. Sure. Fishy. I feel like, I feel as though that she had a hand in it because, like, she was waiting to, for it to happen specifically in Centerville. That's why she moved there. And then when it happened, she just dipped. I'm sure there's many other theories about this that I don't feel like getting into right now. But just my theory is that the zombie apocalypse was kind of aliens. Yeah. It was orchestrated by Tilda. Mm-hmm. I almost called her Tinta. Mm-hmm. Mind your first name and last name. Mm-hmm. All right, next up is the finale, when Ronnie and Cliff decide to go fight the zombies because Ronnie knows that they both die, so they're like, we just got to give it our best shot. Yeah. So um, when they get out of the car, they um, both kick the door closed at the same time, and then they start slow-mo walking. And I was like, that's hot. <laughs> yeah. When Ronnie kicked the door closed, I was like, that's hot. <laughs> yeah. And then when he was going after the zombies and his hair was getting disheveled, I was like, ooh. ooh yeah. I also just love his little remarks as he was fighting people. Yes. Like, Bill Murray was kind of going hard. And also before this, when they were still in the car, Bill Murray was like, Ronnie, why aren't you reacting at all? And it yeah. was because it was the fourth wall break, but, like, still, it was just funny. Yeah. And, like, Bill Murray was still kind of fighting for his life. And Ronnie was just kind of, like, vibing and killing. And when he was, like, <laughs> when the one tried to, like, attack him and he was, like, no, don't do that. Yeah. At one point, he said, ow. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> he I said, did. I have that written down. I have, quote, ow, yuck, end quote. Ronnie is a comedian. He <laughs> is. And then he was just like, ah. Uh. And then Bill was like, Ronnie! And he was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, and the next thing I had was, don't die, Ronnie. You're so sexy. 
one thing I have is Adam's ass do be looking good in those pants. Yeah, so true. Yeah, and then the back-to-back circle spin. Always love when two characters do that in a movie. Yeah. And they go back-to-back and then they spin and they're surrounded by enemies. Ugh, love that move. Um, unfortunately, it did not end well for those two. Yeah. I mean, and then there was... Kermit some... Bob started narrating again. And he came in with, like, the political commentary. Yeah. I was like, this is unnecessary. Yeah. You who... don't need to make this political. Who... I mean, it's a satire. Yeah, but... also the the way that he was, like, our heroes, Cliff and Ronnie, die, sadly. I was like, okay. Then they aren't your heroes. Yeah. First of all, you've been in the woods the whole time. And half of this, you couldn't have seen them because they were in the city or the suburbs or whatever and not near the woods. So how were you observing this entire thing? Yeah. But also, like, if I was watching this unfold, I wouldn't have words to say. I would just be like, wow. Not having this whole little commentary on human life and human existence in this day and age. Yeah. I feel like that's a, like Hermit Bob. Hermit Bob wouldn't do that. He would just be like, damn. Rip to some real ones. Yeah. He'd just be like, rip. Yeah. It I don't know. It felt very odd. It felt very out of place. I was like, I hate this. Stop yeah. talking about how humanity sucks. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way he was saying it felt like... You know, like, when boomers are like, humanity sucks. It felt like that. Yeah. I didn't feel like young people, like, actively, like, trying to change the world because humanity sucks. It was, like, boomers, like, being like, ah, these kids are ruining the world. Yeah. It was kind of a a Spy Kids 2 moment. Also stars Steve Buscemi. uh, (laughs) Where Steve Buscemi says the iconic line, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that why God stays in heaven because he's like, afraid of what he created? <laughs> it felt like that. <laughs> it did. It did. Um, it was a very Spy Kids two moment. Then I said, my final bullet point is not the song again. <laughs> That's That's my final one is TBH the kids and Bob surviving makes sense. It does. Because, like, the kids hid for most of the movie. And Hermit Bob knows what he's doing. Yeah, and he just, he literally, like, he didn't draw attention to himself. He just kind of stayed in the woods. And we also never see any animals become zombies. So we know that the woods, like, the zombies aren't going near the woods at all. Yeah, like, Hermit Bob has never relied on humanity, it feels like. So, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like, I feel like zombies are also kind of moths. Like, they're attracted to light. So that's why they didn't go towards the the woods that would make sense but also it doesn't make sense for people who were like like people who are hikers or campers wouldn't they want to go in the woods yeah but maybe there's like a campsite somewhere maybe yeah and then my final final one because i had to do a little recap sid watching it was interesting because i picked up on some things i didn't notice before so which i already said before but um, yeah that's all my notes i had a good time Mm -hmm. i thought it was fun I mean, talking about it now, I'm realizing how many, like, plot holes they had. Yeah. And, like, how many unanswered questions there were. But watching it, I was like, this is funny. This is fun. I'm having a good time. Um, yeah. Shall we discuss our rating now? Yeah, okay. So, those who know me 
know that I love Dr. Pepper. She does not drink water. I don't drink water. I exclusively drink Dr. Pepper about three to five times a day. Yes. So, Anna is an ex-Dr. Pepper connoisseur. So, we decided that we are going to rate our movies out of Dr. Pepper cans. Yes. And that is our rating system here on this show. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I'm going to pull up what my original rating is because uh, Cinema Kid here and I have a letterbox. I will share my rating. I give this movie... 9 out of 10 Dr. Pepper cans. Because overall, I had a real good time watching it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good time. It was The humor was right up my alley. Um, I deducted a point for the excessive gore and for the unanswered questions. But the unanswered questions weren't really an issue until like the discussion here. So like, that didn't really take away during my viewing of it. So, 9 out of 10 Dr. Pepper cans. Okay, so on Letterboxd, it's an out of five, so... Just double it. Yeah. So my original rating of it was six out of ten Dr. Pepper cans, and I think I'm going to stick with that. Just because, personally, zombie movies are my favorite. I legit only watch this movie because Adam is in it. Um, And also, just like, like Anna said, there was a lot of... Th- Things that were wrong. And I did pick up on them the first time around. And even more the second time around. And even now talking about it. Kind of just. There's so many things that like don't make sense. I feel like they could have spent more time on it. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like it had the potential to be really, really good. But Uh then they didn't spend as much time on it as they should have. And so it ended up just being good. Yeah, I think that the, the, how zombies exist and function in this movie was a vital part of it working, and that the fact that they just didn't, I feel like they left things unfinished. Like, they had the idea, and they had the basic concepts, but they didn't have the why, how, or what. Huh? We need a prequel. Yeah, we need a prequel. Or just like a, a and then little a sequel with Bob <laughs> a sequel, and the yeah. Just like there, uh, the 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 way that the zombies function, we know that they're attracted to what they last, what they thought about the most. But why the brains? Then why the body yeah. parts? Why the cannibalism? And also like, why didn't they go into the woods? What's the dust about? Like, there's just a lot of things about the logistics of the zombies that just don't work in my yep. brain. Also, okay. the, the turnaround time of becoming a zombie doesn't make sense. True. So, yeah, I'm sticking with 6 out of 10 Dr. Pepper cans. Overall, what is that? Like, 8 out of 10? 7 out of 10? Combined for the both of us? I don't wait, let me do the math. I'll do the math. <laughs> yeah. Let me get our average score. Seven point five out of ten Dr. Pepper cans is the combined score of the show mm-hmm. rating of overall, the victim's eye. Overall, 
fun, funky, fresh movie to watch. A little too much political commentary and gore for our liking. But it's funny. But it's funny. Adam and Bill Murray have a great dynamic together that yes, maybe, iconic duo. Maybe I would like to see it again. I would like to see it again. I would watch this again. Well, I would. I mean, like in a different movie, oh. in a different setting. I just. Think, I would also like that. Yeah, I would also watch that. I think they have a good comedic. They play off each other very yes. well. I think just Adam has a great way of connecting with other people because literally yeah. every every cast member he's ever had is just like he's so fun to work with and yeah. he, we really connected like him and John David Washington, uh-huh. him and Daisy Ridley, Scarlett Johansson a little bit but she didn't really talk about it much, but yeah, I think he's I think they're great. I think the cast is overall great. Yeah, this was really a star-studded cast. Yeah. It was just a little lazy with the writing. Yeah. I think the cast was... The fact that the cast had so many, like, famous people in it made it really fun to watch. Because you're like, oh, there's Steve Buscemi. Oh, there's... Selena um, Gomez. Selena Gomez. I forgot her name. Yeah. That made that fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, any closing thoughts? Um... Adam Driver is will always be the hottest person in a movie that he stars in. Yes. So, I think that just has to be said. Um, I think Selena Gomez provided some competition, but Adam still beat her. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they kind of had some sexual tension in the scene that they had together, but that's it's another thing. Of the affinity for Mexicans. <laughs> well, no, because he, he, she was like he, when he was like she was like, "Do you guys have change?" Um, mm-hmm. for a vending machine. And he I was forgot like, to write it down, but I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I, I think I, everything that I have to say is, I've already said it, so. Yeah. 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 I don't know what movie we'll be watching next. It will be an autumn yeah. movie. Yes, we have, we've decided that, um, our first movies that we review will be the Adam Driver Cinematic Universe. So we will be reviewing every single Adam Driver movie before we move on to anything else. Yeah, I mean, so, we're not going to touch on some of them because we've already seen them, and I feel like that would... That wouldn't be as fun. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've said all that needs to be said. Yeah. Maybe we should do one that I haven't seen either. Let me look. Let me look at his movieography. Filmography. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> I know what the word is. Um, we're not gonna do one on Gucci or Last Duel. Because Maybe the Last Duel, when it, it comes on streaming services. Yeah. Okay, I I've I've watched parts of Silence, but it's just really boring. So I don't think that would be fun. Yeah. Um. I haven't seen This Is Where I Leave You. Shall that be our next one? Sure. All right. Tune in next time for our review of this is how I this is where I leave you yeah this is the one where he is married to that one bitch from American Horror Story not Sarah Paulson but in the first season <laughs> I've never seen American Horror Story yeah it's the one with um he he's dating a milf yeah yeah this is the one where he's in the milfs right mm-hmm he has a bike yeah okay and he says he says like you're a little slut aren't you or something like that who there's someone famous in it like okay 
<laughs> duh. But there's like it's like a star-studded cast. Uh, Jason Bateman. Yeah. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. That's who it is. Yeah. I love Tina Fey. Jane Fonda. Okay. Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was directed by Sean Levy, who produced Stranger Things. Wow. Uh huh. And he also did um a. He also did Free Guy. He also did Night at the Museum. Oh my God. I love Night at the Museum. <laughs> Me too. So, yeah. That, right. That's our next movie. I hope you guys enjoyed our commentary. Let us know if we should do like, like this style of taking notes and then talking about it or commentary as the movie's going on because we have yeah. been going back and forth about the, the format. Yeah. So let us know. We might try the other format next time. And then we'll let you guys decide Mm -hmm. which one you like better. Yeah. So that's all. Have a good day. Have a good night. Thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Bye. Goodbye.